Rapfest Radio on rapfestradio.com. We're, we're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.rapfestradio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews. Nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. 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 Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. Rapfest Radio on RapfestRadio.com. 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 Yo, yo, welcome to Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We are here live once again on a Monday night. This is Louis Straker Jr. in the house. We're going to be talking with him later on. But right now, we're going to kick it off with a nice drop from our man, Righteous Night RK Holy Core Records, followed by his video, Kick Rocks. Check it out here, Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. Keep it locked. My life is turbulent, but after this I'm headed to the firmament The moderate conservative, for Jesus I'm assertive You heard of this, so fall back brother, loosen your tourniquet Bruising the nerve again from the inevitable bondage of sin We wild out, crabs in the bucket, I climb out Like Weber in the fourth quarter, son, you're out of timeouts, divine route I'm giving you nice advice, so giving your life to Christ A critical mic device, you're living a type of life Tonight's the night it's overtime, know that I'm a rapper with a slogan Don't be sleeping on Messiah like a lack of melatonin And I plead the fifth Speaking to the heathenist, devious, legalist Eager to please Jesus with his evil deeds I was born to write this, Gargonites are fighting But my God is righteous A brood of vipers, igniters, gargling carbon fibers Bragging that you hella dope Another form of lying is when you magnify in defiance like a telescope It's your man Righteous Night, shout out to Rapfest Radio You know what I'm saying, Rapfest Inc Burt Boga Chica, it's Holy Court, baby, you already know. Bang! There's no separation between artist and fan anymore. You're just accessible to that. You have no connection when this was like a subculture. Theory has it on the beat. It's the return of the mask avenger, the rap ninja. Knowing that my father be the king like Simba. Forget the fact that I'm a backpack, class sack. Matter of fact, clapping on the track like Ratatouille. Enough of that. Rapping for the Jew like Midas Yahoo. Animals that don't really hadouke you like Ryu. Maneuver through the Bible with apologetic pardon. Punk kids wanna come tongue kids Darwin. Regardless, cats wanna test me patience. Friends on Facebook indirectly racist. The faceless. Brag about a verse you whack, you'll get Smack with a quarter filled burlap sack. I'm just kidding, cause I'm non violent, non violent. Yeah. Sipping green thickies out of 11 ounce goblets. Who's a goblin? Get a tax or pay homage. I can prove God exists with straight logic. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Put a bridge in between that with the holy court. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Put a bridge in between that with the holy court. Man, we been spitting bars. The only problem is, you the one that's not listening. Man, kick rocks. 
Diddy Billy Rappies on a beat by theory has it Eeny meeny mighty mo I got a writing habit Cause I'm a stabbing Backstabbing a man with a gap packed in a band I'm a rap pack an assassin What's happening? I praise him with my motor mouth portables Rappers nowadays ain't got no testicular fortitude Say kiss to the boarding school Leave them with a scholarship They want a politic about the lava we be conjuring The father be the conduit I'm giving them all of it He's calming the rain like a magical meteorologist The visionary god is Conquering the populace Your Maserati be gone when it comes to the apocalypse Most rappers suck I don't rap for punks for my god I got a flow like aqueducts I'm not a slave to the Ten Commandments Brothers are faker than Marilyn Manson With breast enhancements Kick rocks You ain't representing hip hop Kick rocks You ain't representing hip hop Kick rocks you ain't representing hip hop. Put a bridge in between that with the holy court. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Kick rocks. You ain't representing hip hop. Put a bridge in between that with the holy court. Holy So we better make the door down, make way. Holy court, you gonna hear about us? Or you gonna get that word? Hear me. You know, I Yo, we are live. We're live. Oh I'm sorry. God. We're having an interview before the interview. Y'all can just—it's like you're spying on us, you know. Uh, yeah, we're just catching up here. So, my, you know, please excuse us from now if we get into a tangent and you don't understand what we're talking about. You know, you could Google it up afterwards or Wikipedia it or whatever it is. Find out. This is Louis Straker here, man. We're so excited to have him. I gotta—I'll give you my history of Louis Straker. He'll the truth afterwards because I'll probably mess it up. <laughs> Louis Straker was part of a ministry called By Faith that we were introduced to introduced to by a brother by the name of Rob Monroe, I want to say back in 1997-ish yeah. when we first were introduced to By Faith. I remember sitting at CMN Records with Matthew and Rob and listening to these girls sing. They sounded like little kids. It was kind of around the same time as Out of Eden was doing stuff. And I was like, yo, where are they from? They're from Brooklyn. What? We got talent like that in New York. And I want to say they're probably the first singing group we actually confirmed for Rap Fest that was, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, they were, it was more than 50% singing. Yeah. 
yeah. you just like little cameo yeah, rap no, stuff and yeah. bounce. <laughs> yeah. Between, yeah. But uh, they had a very unique sound, and we always held them dear in our hearts. We 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 ministered with them for many many times, the coffee houses yeah. and stuff, and really took a liking to them. And then just when we were really really feeling them. They decide to grow up and start going to school and, and have families and stuff like that. Uh, but Louis was a, was producer, uh, man, well manager kind of along with Rob, Rob. Mm -hmm. and you know we've always kept in touch. And you know, like I always say, I love to stay in touch with everybody from back in the days and see the the progress in their ministries of so we're kind of like here celebrating you know 20 years later 20 years. Uh, wow. Louis Straker Ministries Louis Straker Jr. man I'll let you formally introduce yourself and then we'll just chop it up a bit well my name is Louis Straker uh, it's a privilege to be with you uh, on this broadcast tonight I am now a senior pastor of the Rock Brooklyn in Brooklyn New York and uh, married uh, beautiful wife Latanya uh, formerly Latanya Bryce, and she's, uh, uh, we're both proud parents of two, uh, very energetic little boys, <laughs> uh, Louis the third, who's eight years old, and Landon, who is six, and so um, I believe that they're going to be producers, because they bang out keyboards, and really? all kinds of stuff, all day. It's in the blood. It's, it's in, in the, the blood. blood. I the think blood. they're going to just go far past what I've done and, and uh, probably what we've done and wow, it good. goes to the that's next good. generation and just keeps on going. And, uh, just excited, uh, love the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, serving his kingdom and uh, just so happy to be with my kingdom brother here, Bert, and catching you, up. Give your church, your church information, that way we can yeah. get it. You know, the Rock there. Brooklyn, uh, the Rock stands for Reflections of Christ's Kingdom. Uh, that's in Brooklyn, New York, uh, 1078 Utica Avenue, near the corner of Beverly Road. We have services at 10 a.m. and on, on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7.15 uh, p.m. Then we have Men's Fellowship and uh, our Female and Women Fellowship and other events. But you got to go to the website and check it out, www.rockbrooklyn.org. All right, let's just start off with saying... You are the first pastor I speak to that has broken the Christian code of time by having a service at 7.15. <laughs> Everybody's either 7, 7.30 or 8. There is yeah, no 7.15. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you just make me, it 7.20? Why is it 7? What, what is the 15? People ask me that all the time. I think, uh, I think it had to do with the location. I think okay. people getting off of work. And by the time you hit that train, because we're not right by the train station, in the two-fear zone, you got to oh, take the bus. Take. So I get them, the, you know, the 15 minutes. I, I saw people at 7. They were coming in 15 minutes later. I said, okay, we just going to make this 7.15, and that's what it's going to be. So. And 7.30, people were like, I'm going to get there too early. Yeah, well. All right, so smack in the middle. You got to smack <laughs> right in the middle, 7.15. Middle. That's cool. So let's, let's take it back from the, you know, uh, by faith days. The music was, like I was saying before, to me, I think you guys were really getting at your peak back then. We're talking 1999, maybe 2000, where till this day, and I, I, I apologize for not having any of the songs available today, but uh, No Turning Back, great track. Yeah. You know, That was um, my wife. She sang lead on that. Oh, your wife sang yeah, lead on yeah. that. We weren't, we weren't married at the time, but uh, uh, we were married at the time. No, when I recorded it, we weren't married. When it came out, we were married. And she she did the lead on that track. 
Mm. And then the group, they you know, we did all the background vocals and stuff. I mean, that was that was a that was a great track. Um, that was on the Party Mix album. That too, was on right? the Party Mix two. Party Mix two with Vive with my songs. Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good. Yeah. That was a great CD actually. Yeah, go look for it. <laughs> I doubt you'll find it. I have a copy if you want to buy it. We talk. Um, so so, like. I guess it's kind of late to ask what happened. It's not that's not even important. But what happened? <laughs> you know? Oh man, uh, I don't know. I, I, God just shifted us in different areas. I mean, uh, the original group by Faith, um, the girls grew up. They were teenagers. You know, they were right. going to go away to college. Right. And uh, one of the young ladies, Shayna Gage, she is she's a psychiatrist. Oh wow! Yeah, man. medical psychiatrist awesome. Awesome. in in uh, Maryland. Uh, and my sister, she's 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 here. She went to school in Maryland, and she came back here, and so she's working here. Uh, she just had a little baby girl. Cool. So the, the lives just went right, different right. ways, and then we tried to perform the By Faith Camp, but God was just taking us in different avenues. I, I almost feel like he wanted to uh, take us deeper in him beyond the music. Mm. And it really was an adventure taking us deeper into a deeper experience with him. And it led me into deeper studies theologically and uh, to where I am now as a, as a pastor. So, yeah, I mean, it, I wish, I wish we had video footage of back then. You know, it's not like now everybody had their phone and videotape everything. You know, you know, there's one video we shot and that was the, the video that I used to get out of uh, college. I was a, a production major. Oh, okay. And we had to do a video or something, and I did a video. So I have one video. Where of, is that? Uh, I have it somewhere. It's on VHS, which means I got to find it. I got to yeah, convert, convert it. Absolutely, got, absolutely. Um, uh, Rob begged me, please don't ever put that out. But I'm going to put it out, Rob. I'm going to put it out because people want to see it. It's like after so many years, like public domain, right? Yeah. Whatever. yeah so yeah, Rob yeah. don't matter. You should have been here anyway, Rob. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that would be dope to see. I, I mean, even if it's just a private session or whatever, I'd just love to see it. So, you got you stop the music. God pulls you in different directions. But when when did you feel that God was calling you to be pastor? Like, how many years after you stopped the music did pastoring become a reality for you? I've I've sensed this call for a long time. I've run away from it because mm. I just I I didn't want to I didn't want to pastor at all. Um, Right after or around 9-11 was when I really heard the call more and more. And uh, I started to get more involved in my local church uh, as a youth leader. I knew God wanted more from there and, uh, and ended up coming out of that denomination. And then I had to now go into another closet with him and, and just learn the scriptures at a whole nother level. And he just kept on making it painfully obvious this is what I want you to do I tried a whole bunch of other stuff man I, I even went into uh, mortgages and then the big <laughs> bubble I mean I was like I felt like Jonah I was like oh lord did I cause the collapse on the US economy and so uh, at that point I said lord I'm, I surrender whatever you want me to do I, at that time I was um, under my covering uh, Dr. Dana Carson out in Houston Texas and I was ready to just pick up my whole family and just move under under him and they have they have the rock. The rock is right. rock is not just you. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, give us a little bit it, of, about that. Uh, the rock, uh, well, as a church, as an organization, a ministry, 
It's been together since 2003. Okay. Uh, before that, uh, my covering Dr. Carson, he had a church in Austin, Texas called Praise Tabernacle. I used to follow him uh, via the Word Network and so forth. Oh, okay. And he came up here and we met and we kept in touch. Uh, but then he moved to Austin. God called him away from his, he moved from Austin to Houston. God called him away from the church he built from the ground up, uh, 42,000 square feet, oh, wow. 5,000 members. God told him, your time here was up. He left everything. First, he, did, he, didn't, he didn't tell the congregation what he was hearing. Then another speaker came, and in the middle of the, the sermon, he stopped and he said, I don't know why I got to tell you this, but God said, your time here in Austin is up. And he knew exactly what he was talking about oh, because wow. the Lord was sharing that with him. But it's kind of hard to, you, you're hearing God saying this, but you've built all of this. God says, walk away from all of that and rebuild again. And I want you to go to Houston, Texas. And uh, I would have been like, are you sure about yeah, that? Oh, man. Oh, man. He <laughs> are was you crying. sure about that? <laughs> he was crying. It was, it was, you know. And 300 families followed him to. to uh, oh, wow. And they were on the outskirts of Houston in Alvin, like a deserted place. Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, what are we doing here? What is God doing? Like, why did he bring us to uh, Houston. Well, they didn't grow in great numbers as they did in Austin, but what God was doing was he was using them to plant churches. And uh. churches, I mean, uh, we have about 10 or 12 churches that have come out from just them being there on the backside of Houston. Nice. So now there's churches not just on U.S. soil, uh, there are a number of churches uh, in Africa, uh, there's a church in Butuan, uh, Philippines. Uh, so that's what that was all about for that time period. Now they're moving into the heart of Houston. And I really believe that God is really going to take this, uh, this movement and really blow it up. Are you, the only, are you guys the only ones in the New York the area? The only one in the whole... East Coast? Uh, yeah, Northeast. Really? Atlanta is now being planted, um, if you consider that East. Uh, but close enough. Yeah, this side, man, <laughs> yeah. is just is just us. Now I wanted to go down and sit under him, and he said, "No, I believe that there's a there's a serious call in your life, and I want you to stay in New York and plant." Were you married already? We were married. We were what, married. What, what so was now wife? Here, oh, here's, <laughs> here is the here is the kicker. I've got to. He said, "Now nah, you got to go to your wife and talk to her about this because she has to be on board." I was like, can you tell her? So Can you tell her for me, we were all getting excited because, you know, like, okay, well, we, we're going to move to Houston. And I get back to the house. We're staying at our cousin's house in Houston. And I tell her what just transpired and uh, really believing that the Lord is calling us to plant. She's like, so you mean I got to be a first lady? <laughs> so, so I got to be as fast as wife. I'm like, yeah, do you think you can handle it? So it's still a shock for her till today. Wow. You know, uh, she didn't sign up for it, but uh, uh, she's she she's handling it very well. Yeah. You know, uh, she's she's meant for me. Amen. She's meant for me. God so gave together. her. Yeah. Right. God gave her to me. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very out of the box, so I couldn't have a traditional pastor's wife. Right. And God gave her 
to me. So I'm blessed, man. And hey, man, that's that's crazy. I mean, to think, and and that's really important too. It's probably good words of encouragement to others that you could probably share with us. Like, how do you prepare? I mean, granted, God called you for this, but then there's the other element, the spouse. Now. Yes, you're made for each other, but there has to be a mental preparation as well, yeah. with you know, to taking yeah. on the calling of being a pastor. Bro. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not easy, uh, and I I still can't put myself in her shoes sure. as 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 a wife because, you know, you you're, it's almost like I don't fully belong to her. Mm. There's a huge piece of me that. Uh, is attached to the church that God put in my hands to keep without spot and wrinkle and blemish, and so there's a there's a certain amount of attention that uh, that she loses from me because I also have to have my eye on the church. So there's this balance that I've I've been trying to learn over these short years on how mm. to keep the the marriage uh, component happy and still be faithful to what God has called me to. And now I got the dynamics of a parent and uh, two boys and they're missing their daddy and they want to know, how come you have so many meetings? How come you, you know, why do you talk so long? Like, you know, all of this <laughs> stuff. And I got, to, I got to balance all of that and I'm, I'm learning every day. Uh, I can't say that I've done everything perfectly, but every day I'm learning uh, how to do it better. That's that's awesome. So I want to, because it's Rap Fest Radio, we talk a lot about music. What influences or aspects of your musical career, let's call it, play into your role as a pastor? Uh, everything, now? everything. Um, my our services are straight digital. Uh, I don't have musicians. Do you uh, pre-program it yourself? I pre-program, or I mean, if they have good tracks that are out there, I use them. But a lot of the stuff that we use, um, I've, I, I program and, and, and still, so I'm still touching the the the, you? the the production just a little bit. You mean there's no, well, let me not say, you mean there's no musicians out there, but you would think a person like you yeah. would have had right. a whole posse of right. musicians, right. just like, right. you do. we got a church, I'll play right. drums, I'll play right. keys. Now, play now, now, once a month, in uh, an evening service, a communion service, like uh, this Sunday. First Sunday, communion, five o'clock, I have some friends that come over and they we go live with the okay. music. But every other service that we have for the rest of the month is uh, straight digital. And uh, man, it, it works very well. How? I save a lot of money. Go a ahead. A lot ask. of money. I know she has a question. Yeah, Why? Like, you hear comments about the digital where it limits the anointing, it limits the spirit, because if the flow is going for the song and, and the tape ends, it's not like a musician that'll continue playing. So how do you manage that aspect of it? Yeah, I, uh, we've been working on that. One of the things I do, I'll do a reprise of the song, um, maybe just keys only, uh, bring it back right after. Man, you, you need to see it, bro. I mean, it works so well. People come in and they're, they're amazing. They're like, but you don't have any musicians. So you're a pastor with a podium and an MPC? I mean, what, what's going on? Well, I have, I have the, uh, I have my, everything on the iPods. Right. And then uh, we're going to be moving to turntables. I bought turntables. 
So that's gonna help us, you know, go back quick. Actually, I'm looking for a DJ right now. I'm looking for a DJ. Brooklyn, stand up. I'm well, looking for a from. DJ to come and and be my musician in the services. So, uh, man, it just it just works well. It works well. I'm saving money because you know musicians are expensive. I don't know how they are in the Bronx, but well, unless they're in-house, from they're in-house, right? To do yeah, I, I don't have that, and so right, right. you know these guys. No, a lot know. of them go to the highest bidder. Sure. Some of them get five hundred dollars well, a service. Speaking as a musician uh -huh. and being part of the church musician culture from from kind of from the outside because. I've always been at a church where I just give of my services, whatever I can do, I'll do. But knowing some musicians, yeah, it's it becomes when you find out as a musician, you know, you could get paid for doing this. Like, how much you gonna pay me? You know, I'll go to the next guy. How much you gonna pay me? Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. go to Queens. They're gonna, you know, give me a little more dollars because that becomes a business and a fam, a supplemental income for the family too. You know, so it, you know, it's it's kind of cool. I just I just wish that across America, all these musicians would just plant themselves in a church in their neighborhood right. and just give right, and of serve. their talent. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should do a campaign for that. <laughs> a campaign for that. We're going to have <laughs> auditions at Rock Brooklyn for all local musicians. You know what? Even if you ain't saved, just come out. We'll save you somehow. We'll pray. We'll pray. We'll have six months of auditions while we're praying for these dudes. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's great stuff. And I do want to get back and talk to about, you know, getting the turntables involved and stuff uh, but right now what I want to do I want to go into just a quick promo video from one of our sponsors uh, Grateful Apparel shout out to our sponsors Grateful Apparel who's uh they've been a they've been a blessing to us and you know we have their thank you lord logos here and they hook us up with different things uh, also shout out to holyculture.net they've been hosting our podcast since forever nice uh, remember carries it across yeah Holyculture.net. Yeah. Well, Eddie, that's that's them. Uh, and Trig, you remember Trig from back yeah, in the day? That's yeah. them. Holyculture.net, man. We've been together forever, man. Right. Great dudes uh, from Ill Spot when they had Ill Spot mm -hmm. all the way up. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Holyculture.net. Shout out to PureStream.tv that's providing the stream for us, and also shout out to BX Records that's playing our audio podcast. If you're on BX Records, you can check us out on RapFestRadio.com as well. Uh, so right now, I want to play this quick promo. Grateful Apparel, and then we're gonna come back, find out what the two turntables in Brooklyn is gonna be like. <laughs> I remember growing up, me and my best friend, we would take uh, the, the cardboard that we used to break dance on, and we used to write our rhymes on it. And uh, that was the beginning of me just falling in love with hip hop. I heard my voice on a record for the first time, on some computer program we recorded uh, our vocals on. And uh, I fell in love with it. And I knew right from then I just wanted to do that for the rest of my life. But I mean, as a white kid with glasses, you know, you don't really get the uh, too many looks or the, the suspicions of being a rapper. So um, it just bugs me out, man, every day that I get to wake up. I get to, you know, create music. I get to travel the world, rock on stages and share, um, you know, my art with people. And then share a message on top of that that I believe most in. It just makes me grateful, man. I'm Andy Minio, and I'm grateful. Grateful Apparel is geared toward helping those in need. We want to thank you for partnering with us in keeping the 360 house doors open. Your purchase goes a long way, and we are grateful. 
Trust God, clean house, help others. Grateful. Grateful Apparel, make sure you go to gratefulapparel.com, buy one of each, add them to your basket, put your PayPal, your credit card information, and look fresh in the streets, rocking Grateful Apparel from gratefulapparel.com. Thank you, Lord. He has a great new line of stuff, hats, shorts, skateboards, everything. And I'm, I'm afraid one day he's going to put his kid on, eat, on the side. <laughs> his kid, he has kids, I think he started to do kids' t-shirts. His kid is the cutest model. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do, and he better start having other kids. Ray. You're gonna have to have other kids because you're gonna get older, that little boy. Uh, man, so before we took the break, we started talking about the musicians set up at The Rock Brooklyn here with Pastor Louis Straker Jr. Um, and you were saying you're still you're still involved in production because you're doing everything digital, yeah. which is which is kind of cool, you know. I'm still trying to hook up my laptop at church to do it. Uh, I always fall in. I always get a a, a roll. Something happens like. Uh, last time I, I connected my laptop last time to the computer and I was cool it was triggering everything from main stage fine I was getting a double note like I would lift my hands and all the notes would play again I was like oh, wow that's not gonna work you know so I'll figure that out <laughs> but you mentioned something you said you just invent you're investing in turntables you know so my question to you is what kind of church is the rock like what do you, do you consider it to be a hip-hop church an urban ch church does it does it have a category or, you know, what is it to uh, you? No, it's just a kingdom-minded church. Uh, and I believe that, you know, in the kingdom you have people from all walks of life. So it's hard to put a style or a category on, on the church. Um, we have people at all kinds of age, range, age ranges. Now, I thought I would have attracted younger people. It so happens I have people of all kinds of ages. I have people that are older than me, you know, calling me pastor and looking for me for guidance and they could be my mother, they could be my father and you know. That's a serious responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And then you know you have the the younger crew so one of the things that I desire to see in in church and and here's the thing that bothers me a lot uh, with churches. We seem to be segregated based upon race, culture, all of these things and I, I think it's the work of the enemy right I desire to uh, have a church where people understand that yes you come from different cultures different backgrounds but we all have a healthy respect uh, 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 I, I hate to use the word tolerance but an understanding and an appreciation for each other's culture right. so in the church that I pastor I would love to see the old saint with the big church hat and 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 the dude coming off the street with if it's just his, his do-rag or whatever he had right, right, right. you know i want to see everybody coming together understanding that they're part of the same kingdom maybe right. came through different walks of life and with along with that it's going to reflect in the culture of the ministry in terms of sound and so forth uh, like I was telling the folks the other day, I think one of the greatest uh, works of the enemy is dividing people over music. 
and mm -hmm. culture. Like you go to certain places, the sound is CCM. You go to another place, the sound is gospel. As if, but not only that, but you know it's going to be that when you walk in the right. building. Like you could almost sense. Right, it. right, right. Uh, you, you know, and now the latest category that the devil has put us in is called praise and worship. And we've lost the meaning of even the, the words praise and worship. It's now a musical category, gospel. Right. Why is gospel a musical category? Right. Why isn't it just left to the, the, the preaching, the, the singing, or the, the writing of the, the, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, CCM, that's left to a certain genre of music. Well, I would think that any Christian that does music is going <laughs> to fall under the same category, yeah. right? You know, but uh, and and then we have these churches that are in these pockets. So you have people that say, "Well, I'm I'm this, and I like this style," and you go to that church, and then you, "Well, I like gospel, so I, I got to get my shout on." So I go to a church that has predominantly African American. I just desire. I believe the kingdom. I believe a kingdom-minded church uh, breaks down all of those walls. Amen. and brings people together and their various backgrounds comes into the worship atmosphere and we all have a healthy respect for each other's culture and are willing to participate in it. Amen. That's, Amen. that's interesting you say that because as a worship leader myself, like I know there's certain songs that they don't fit into what we do. Right. You know, and, and it's a shame because it's all worship. Right. You know, you should be able to uplift the name of Jesus in whatever style of music you choose. You should be able to reach that right. that worship spirit that within you, exactly. Because it's you glorifying God, no matter if it's whatever kind of music exactly. it is. So it's interesting you should say that that even within the church, that that barrier has to be broken yeah. in the cultural. Yeah. You know, I, I just it, it really irks me to say, oh, that's a black church. Right. That's a right. that's a right. Hispanic church. Right. Or, you know, that's a white church, you know. Right. I can't go there because it's a white church, right, you know. Right, right. Why is that? We're all we're all from the same right. father, we're all under the same, you know, mm -hmm. why is that? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is it is that it, it, it's us that have created this division and, and we've allowed Satan to to put these little labels upon the churches yeah. to create this disunity yeah. within the body of Christ and we're so blinded with it we just see you know it's a cultural thing right. you know, it's just the way it is right. black churches has always been right. you know and this and this and, and we miss the point that it, it's causing this huge division with, between the body of Christ where now we don't want to cross ethnic lines or or musical lines and then it becomes not only an ethnic separation but it becomes also a spiritual impediment for the churches exactly Mm -hmm. You exactly. know, and it's such a battleground within the churches. Forget the battle that we have with the world. It becomes the battleground within the church. Yeah, yeah. It's no, you're right. You're right. You're right. And uh, I'm just believing God. And I, I feel like there's a, a shift happening mm -hmm. where there are people that are tired of church as usual, tired of these barriers. And we're coming into an era where people are, their eyes are being opened up and they realize, listen, we're all part of one kingdom. Right. Amen. Amen. You know. Amen. I, you know, it is, it's funny because there are certain artists, like recently, uh, Freestyle Fan, we had him on the show a couple of weeks back uh, before the end of the year. And Aaron, Quest the Wordsmith, you know, he is hardcore street battle rap, Christian rap artist. You know, like, for real, like, you'd almost be scared after yeah, you hear yeah, him yeah. rap, you know. He, I'm like, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, at his church, <coughs> where he preaches on a Sunday morning, his church, he doesn't even rap at his church. Yeah. You know, because it's not that kind of church. Yeah. But you would think that. Yeah. But it's great to see that a person like that could come from that environment. It's like us when we did Rap Fest at Salem. Yeah. What was Salem back then? Unfortunately, let's categorize it. It was just a Spanish, Spanish Assembly of God church. Yeah. And everything we did was merengue and salsa, yeah. merengue yeah. and salsa. Yeah. I couldn't do hip hop in the church, was not happening. You know, but we were doing Rap Fest. Mm -hmm. You know, so I remember being at Rap Fest and many times someone would come to me. Yo, this is dope. Y'all want to come to your church Sunday? I said, no, you don't. Pop <laughs> you don't want, you want hip hop. If you're looking, right. you, you come to church. It's nothing like this though. Right. You know, right. and I say all that to say, you know, many churches fall into different categories musically based on the culture of the people attending the church. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm cool with that. Like our church, for example, which is kind of weird. People walk in, they say, oh, Bert goes to this church. Let's go. It must be like a hip hop church. Mm -hmm. It's mostly rock style, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that's the culture of the people there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get in on all type of different worship. I still throw down, like I was telling you before, I still get up on the mic yeah. and freestyle during every other Sunday or whatever. Uh, we have spoken word. We'll break into a reggae tune. We'll do a little Latin tune. We'll do an old worship tune. The other day we did this gospel stuff. The announcements and, and the guy was like going, oh, you got me going crazy here, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> and he bug it out. But we can do that because the culture of our church is widely mixed. You know, it's very mixed. The predominantly Spanish people, but all from different backgrounds. You know, so we can do that. But I think when you come the opposite way, and like we were saying before, is like let's let's pull a bunch of the. Uh, rock only people here you know mm -hmm. rock music mm -hmm. people only here mm -hmm. and and gather them in this group and now oh that's they, that church is just rock music mm -hmm. you know and it, and we lose out on that church is a soul-saving station right you know that's crazy man. yeah yeah louis straker jr is in the house I man you here man bert how long has it been too long that's crazy it's, it's been a long time bro it's been a long yeah. time so your post on facebook says Going back to my roots. Yeah. What do you mean? Ministry roots. This is where I feel like ministry started for me. The whole hip hop, uh, uh, gospel, rap, hip hop circuit. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a very traditional church, but there was something in me that needed to be expressed ministerially. And uh, I was just fooling around doing music that I love. I never really liked gospel music, to be honest with you. I always felt like it was it was ten years behind. Like they were doing funk and New Jack Swing was in. And you know, right. like ten years after New Jack Swing was out, then they were trying to do New Jack Swing. You know, I just, uh, it was behind. So I never had a great appreciation for uh, gospel music because of the, the instrumental aspect of right. it, not the, right. not the lyrics. Uh, and so I said, well, somebody's got to do something that's current and yet still stay true to the lyrics. Right. And we just started messing around and, and doing stuff and we thought we were the only ones. It's not until we connected with uh, Rob Monroe right. and we started moving around, looking in these circles, then we bounced up and heard about cross movement. So we ended up in a concert with them and then we started meeting all of you guys in Salem coming. We were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There are other people doing this. Now, we might have been the only ones probably doing it uh, from this side on a vocal end right. uh, that we knew of, but uh, that was the venue that gave us an, an avenue to minister 
authentically. It right. was us. It was it was authentic, and uh, you know, I I I always thank God for uh, my Latino brethren because they showed us the most love. Everywhere we went, and we got the strongest support. It was from uh, Salem and and and. Uh, uh, the various coffee houses that were out right. there. Oh man! But I, and I think part of it is because it was different. Because it was different, you know, we the church we have the tendency of taking some. Oh, this is hot! Fine, everybody, this is what you're gonna get, and we just like shove it down people's throat. Yeah. You're gonna get cross moving for the next six years until you're all yeah. tired of it, you know. Yeah. And when when by faith comes out. And the same singing this R and B ish soul type thing with a little hip hop feel, good quality. I was like, oh, that's hot. I can deal with that, you know. And it's different, you know. It's, it's something different to, to cling to. Uh, the same thing. There was another group. I can't remember their name. It was three guys, three young young guys, and they would come out and dance and sing. They were kind of like a, a Christian boy band ahead of their time, but they were really good. Then they disappeared. I was like, no, it can't I'm happen. To remember. Um, I can't remember their name. I can't remember their Rain? name. Was it Rain? Was, Rain. Rain. was Rain? it Rain? I think it was Rain. Three guys, right? It was three guys. Yeah, I think <clears> their name was Rain. It was three guys. They were really good. They had a they had a show before people thought of doing a show. Yeah. You know, like choreographed steps. But it wasn't corny. It didn't take away from anything. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, that's cute. You know, these dudes were doing the yeah. thing. Yeah. And they just stopped. It, you said, like, you said something interesting where um, you felt you were ahead of your time in, in gospel music because, you know, it feels, and, and still to this day, we're behind the world. Yeah. Musically speaking, like, even yeah. rap, rap-wise. Yeah, um, we're behind. Always, why is that? I, I don't know. I, 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 That's why we brought you here. We want that what? answer. You know what? I think I think I think there is a fear that anything that is current is secular. I think uh, I think what becomes familiar for us from a secular standpoint, because it's so secular, we're afraid to go there. The church has been afraid to go there because of the association that it would get with. The secular but when it moves off just a little bit we realize okay that's not you know it, 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 it's, it's not going to get the association as much <laughs> now we can lack use of creativity? it uh, uh, some of it I believe is a lack of creativity I believe uh, we're we're copycats too much yeah because when the world comes out with a new song a new sound yeah it's creativity right so why can't the church have this creativity to come up with a new sound, a new style, or something. Right, that's a good question. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I think we're afraid. I think we're afraid to to venture out because we're people that seem to be locked in boxes. We got these boxes that we say, well, this is holy, this is sacred, that is secular, and we're afraid to uh, go against you know the, the grain and 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 mm -hmm. we got to break out of that because yep. we, we we're, we're just imitating a lot of stuff that we see out there mm -hmm. and it wasn't always like that i mean you go way back into bible days man israel was ahead of the curve right mm -hmm. you know right. the uh, businesses are still using principles that god gave israel 
on how to handle finances and so forth. You know, they, 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 the businesses are looking at the book of Proverbs and how to handle, uh, their, their ethically handle their, their businesses right. and so forth. And so at one point, we were following God to, the world was following God to try to take stuff from us. Mm. Now we're mm. following the world trying to take nuggets from them and we're behind. Yeah, I, I mean, this, so, this, this conversation could go on for hours and we'll, I don't think we'll ever figure it out and everybody will have their own opinion but I do think we're behind how much on purpose is it I don't know I think part of part of it is it goes back to what you were saying yeah people are scared to dabble with certain things thinking oh that's not holy so they put themselves in this box they go into the studio say I'm not gonna listen to any secular music I'm not gonna listen to anybody I'm just gonna do my own thing but they're replicating the last thing they heard. Right. <laughs> so now it's already old, you know? Right. So right. It's, it's already old, and when it comes out, it's still old. Now, there are certain sounds, whether it be gospel, rock, hip-hop, jazz, Latin, whatever. For example, let's say Latin. Uh, Pucci Colon, I talk about Pucci Colon. Uh, he's a worship leader out of Florida now. He has a salsa band. For all the years I've been alive listening to salsa music, it has not changed. No. Salsa music has not changed. It's the same Montuno mm -hmm. on the piano. It's the same bass line, mm -hmm. same setup. Three mm -hmm. trumpets, three trombones, saxophone. <laughs> Nothing's changed. We're talking, you know, 40 plus years of me listening to it and 70 plus years of it existing. Mm -hmm. It hasn't changed. But every time another song comes out, it's fresh. Mm -hmm. What are we missing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's the point I'm, I'm trying to get across. Is like when you do certain certain genres, I think have this timed a timed uh, like a time limit right. on a style. Right. You know, I guess we flip flop. We just I guess it's ADD, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, ADHD yeah. yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. You know, like we we switch so fast that you know what people were listening to the the cross movement type. Wu Tang style beats mm -hmm. back then, mm -hmm. you know, and you play that now, people are like, yo, that's that's yeah, um, that's whack. I, that's whack. I die stuff. for that stuff now. Bro. You don't know. <laughs> I I go surfing everywhere looking for some Christian yeah. that'll bring some boom bap back to yeah. the hip hop and stuff. Yeah. You know, shout out to Freestyle Fam and even Righteous Night that we played earlier. He, they got that that style, but I don't know, man. A lot has changed and nothing's changed well, <laughs> at the know, same time. Uh, and then another thing too, uh, you know, folks have to be exposed to a lot more. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of times we, we compare ourselves amongst ourselves and we're locked in a box where, you know, in our community, that's hot. Right, oh, absolutely. But it's mm -hmm. not until you step outside you realize how far behind. And, and here's the thing, this is why I believe I had an edge back then because I didn't, I didn't learn from anything on the inside. I started out in the studios with Wu-Tang. I started out in the studios with, with Diddy. And, and so I was learning those techniques. That, that sound was in me. So when it was time to just do it on the record, it was just in me. I wasn't behind. Right. I was right there. I got I to gotta refer to a statement that my son Justin said, uh, I think it was a year and a half ago or so. We have some friends, they, they do secular hip-hop stuff. And he was like, yo, Bird, I want you to check out this project I did. Let me know what you think. I said, sure. He's like, yo, there's some cursing on it. Just, I said, just let me hear it. And, you know, I just want to hear what you're doing. I brought it home, and I played a 
played a couple of tracks for, for Justin. And he's like, yo, that's hot. Who is it? So I'm not going to tell you. Just listen. We listened to a couple of snippets of each piece. It was hot. And then in the same mix, I threw the latest Christian hip hop that had just come out, like maybe that day or the day before. I played it. And instantly, Justin's like, who's that? I said, what do you mean? So that's a different group. So how you say it? why you say that? I said, it doesn't sound as good. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, what's the difference? Then I told him who it was. I said, this is such and such secular group. This is such and such Christian artist. And what he said kind of stuck to me. He said, you know why I think those the secular artists things sound so good? They're hungry. They want that. And they're working it hard. Us, we like... You know, did this track like whatever? Yeah. You know, those guys are breathing the music. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're breathing the lyrics. Yeah. They're like, how? Naturally, maybe you know, their focus is let me make some money, let me be a star, yeah. let me get a, a platinum album. But I think we, as musicians, as artists, we need to have that hunger too to perfect what we're doing. But you hit it on the nail because one of the things I have a hard time with the church. To it does not demand excellence, mm-hmm. like. The church today is the only place that you can be a failure in the world and come in and be the man in the church. It and we're not just even talking about music. Mm-hmm. You have we're people. done. Good night. See you guys. <laughs> I mean, wow. you have people that the the stuff they do in the world they they would get fired for. Mm-hmm. And so, in the so church, many names are popping through my head. People God just come in and they hold those positions. They do whatever. So it's it's a mentality that has to be broken. And yeah. it's the same thing with music. The, the musician, there's a mentality that has to be when you're out there in the world and you're a road musician, you gotta stay on top of the latest sound, you gotta be on top of everything. But in the church it's just like there's no demand for excellence. Right. It, no, it's true. I, I, I agree with you hundred percent, you know. And our our prayer and encouragement to you out there if you're a Christian, you know, musician, lyricist, writer, artist deacon, poet, whatever it is, do it to the best of your ability. I think we get we get caught up in the love of God. We don't want to tell a brother he sucks. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in the love of God, tell him he sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's you got to love you gotta it's love hard. him enough to, to tell, tell him he, he right. sucks. <laughs> right. And, and, and it's true, it's a hard <laughs> message. It's a hard message and I'm sorry you get offended by it. But you know, it's true. We have to be we're responsible. You know, we're responsible. And that's one of the things we do. It happens for us with Rap Fest. Yeah. You know, you know what? And, and that's why I respect Rap Fest. I remember seeing all the emails and saying, listen, you must give a demo. We right. have to listen to these songs. We still do that. And yeah. Yeah. That it, it, there has to be a TQL, total mm-hmm. quality management yeah, 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 of yeah. everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. That is how the business world operates. And somehow we feel like business principles should not be in the church because it's just about the love of God. And it, it just wasn't like that. God doesn't operate like that. Right, and I'm glad you... you God doesn't operate. You see in the Old Testament right. how picky God was. Right. He was even picky about the underclothes the right, right, wore, right, you know? right. So, come on. You know, it's, not, it's not being anti-Christ. It's not right. being anti-love. Right. It's doing everything to perfection for the kingdom. That's right. Do everything right. that comes to your hand to the glory with excellence of God. That's right. unto the glory of God. That's right. right. So, why... 
Yeah, we have to. We have to. We have to shift our mentality. Yeah, amen. I, I agree with that one hundred percent, and that's a great segue into this next piece that I'm about to say. We have opened up submissions for Rap Fest 2014 <laughs> starting today. All right. Uh, just go to rapfestinc.com, or if you're watching us on rapfestradio.com, there's a link right up there. Uh, click that; it'll take you to the site, and you'll see the details there for your electronic submission. And if you're going to do the mail-in submission, just follow the details there. Everything is on there. We weren't going to take mail-in, but I'm, I'm still going to take the mail-in. But you know why? my face, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because last week I said I wasn't going to take mail-in submissions. <laughs> but, but you know what? I started thinking there are some artists that are very, which I love, they're very meticulous with how they present themselves. And they prefer to submit the glossy picture, and, and I appreciate that. They want the letter signed with the, by a pastor, not scam, but they want to show you the ink, you know what I mean? And I'm cool with that. But all the details are on the site. Just go to rapfestinc.com and you will have all of the details for submissions for Rapfest 2014. We're still accepting, you know, three songs, bio, demo, photos, you know, all that stuff, reference letters. And you have till the end of, what's, this is March? April 30th is the deadline to get all the submissions. So you have two months uh, to submit that. We're accepting music from everywhere. All the details are on the site. If you have any questions, our contact information is there as well. And again, you know, while when we listen to the demos, we're listening to for so many different things. We've put artists that are completely brand new to the ministry because we feel their zeal their 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 passion to reach souls in the streets you could tell in their lyrics you could tell in their in their bio you know like we've had people that said we've never performed anywhere but our mission is we want to perform in prisons and streets and this and that and that you know and there's a, a unique quality in what they present that says you know what let this be a platform a training platform for them and surrounded by other good ministries we can do that we can push them forth you know, we've done that. And then there's other ministries that we listen to them and they might not be quite ready. And we think it's, it's an injustice mm. to put them on the stage for their sake. It's better not to, you know, we'll, we'll turn them down and like, you know, it's not ready. I don't want to put them on a stage where your bad quality track is magnified by these speakers. It's just going to be loud, same quality, right. you know, and we don't, we don't want to do that to you. We, you know, we value what they're doing and, we encourage you, if you submitted before and, and didn't get selected, if you're going to submit again, don't send the same songs. Because chances are it was the songs that, you know, that cut you out from being selected or the quality of the, the recording. You know, nowadays, thank God for, you know, laptops or, yeah, you know, if you have a laptop, microphone, now you can record at home. Uh. But still, you know, put put some elbow grease into what you're doing and, and really make sure it's really good. Um, Again, we're going into the streets. You know, we're excited. We have DJ Breakbeat Lou, the legendary DJ Breakbeat Lou, is going to be DJing with us, and he's very well known in the hip hop community. Uh, also, Eric Orr is going to be designing our flyers for us. Another, you know, legendary old school hip hop head. He did all the old school flyers back mm. in the days. Uh, he's going to be hooking us up with with some artwork. So we're really excited. We're targeting the same area we were at last year, Vidalia Park on 180th Street. Uh, although we're kind of promoting it, we'll give a full solid 100% confirmation within the next week or so. And we're excited, man. It's our 21st rap fest. 
Louis Strake is gonna be there on the ones and twos. No, not. <laughs> He's like, no, you're not. Uh, no, every year I try to get back, and there's always something I have uh, ministry-wise. Right, that's the Check the calendar right now. I want to see. It, no, it's, it's, not <laughs> it's the second. It's the second Saturday, isn't it? Always. Second I have Saturday something August. every second Saturday, so I would have to shift it to to get up there, and I'm 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 gonna get up there. I'm gonna get up there. Yeah, it's gonna to make me. It. It's gonna make me feel younger. Cause you say twenty one years now, I'm starting to feel old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good, man. We still have some of the old school guys that come out. You know, um, to, like Brother E was up on stage helping me introduce I people seen last him year. In years, Eric E ministered last year. I haven't at seen Fest. him in years. Um, who else? I mean, we we've we've had a lot of them come through and, and just chill out with us. Uh, Fanatic was in the crowd, I think, the year before, just hanging out. He has a, you know, he has a book out. Yeah. Um, yeah. He actually helped me introduce my my, my youth ministry. They're they're reading uh, his book. Oh, the what is it? The allegory. allegory. The city of allegory. City of allegory. Yeah. yeah. He has something else. I think he just put out. I think I think he put something. Yes, out. he put something else out. I forgot. I what can't remember called. the name of it, but. Uh, you know, and and again for us, like I see, I see what what fanatic and ambassador and the truth and what these guys are doing, and I'm like a proud uncle or something. You know, like yeah, those are my boys, man. We hooked them up in the yeah. beginning, and yeah. they came through, and yeah. nobody knew who they were. We had so much fun with them, and, and they and they stayed true to the relationship, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, those were our crazy years with Rob Monroe. Yeah, Ooh. Rob, you should have been here. Yeah, I st I tell people about Rob. People people must think. Maybe that's why Rob doesn't come here. He's probably embarrassed because I talk about him all the time. <laughs> uh, I promise not to say it's you. We'll just uh, not. We'll have the question mark, you know, the block that our faces. No, we thing. always kid with Rob and tell him he's in a witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you know Rob is is one of my elders. Yes, yes. That's why I thought he would have been here with faithful, uh, faithful servant. Not that except, faithful. Except he ain't tonight. Here. Except, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> except well, tonight. Yeah, write that down on your iPad. <laughs> You'll have a meeting on Sunday morning before service. Uh, yeah, but no, Rob's my hype man. Yeah. Yeah, Rob's my hype man. Really? Yeah, he's That's the flavor good. flavor of the ministry. That's great. <laughs> Rob, you can come. You and your clock can come here. We'll put a big clock around his neck. No, man, but we're, we're really excited for what God is doing with you. And, you know, we're excited to have been a part of the process, you know, uh, or to at least witness the process, you know, going through and... and we musically we vouch for what you guys are doing was dope off the hook to the point that you know when you're ready for your by faith reunion uh tour hook me up i would love to be there or maybe even promote it or yeah. host it or whatever i think it's long overdue no new song you don't even need new songs just redo those same tracks those tracks you were like 10 years ahead of yourself anyway so you oh, people catching up people catching up uh, <laughs> Uh, we definitely got to try to see if we get to your church and watch you uh, DJ your service yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Uh, a DJ pastor, as you pre <laughs> <laughs> open up your Bible. <laughs> they, already think, they already think I'm crazy. So. Really? Yeah. You know. But nobody, nobody. My last question: Nobody's coming to your church looking for you as a hip hop type church, though. No. No, right? No. It's just uh, a unique. This is who we are. Type. This is this is who we are. I mean, there are elements of hip hop in there, um, but this is this is who we are. And, you, know, you take what you you get. Right, right, you know, right. I always tell people, I'm I'm not for everybody, but right. God has some people that are uh, assigned to sit under my ministry. 
Amen. And whoever that is, I'm satisfied Amen. With, with, with whoever that is. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. There's some place that's for you. How's the neighborhood you're in? Are they responsive to the <clears throat> ministry? Or? You know, the neighborhood is interesting because it's a predominantly Caribbean neighborhood. Now, my background is Caribbean. I lived in the Caribbean for the first five years of my life. So I know how to talk to them, you right. know. I know what to say and all of that stuff, and the Caribbean phrases and accents and so forth. So they, they love me. Nice. They, a lot of the older people in there are Caribbean. They, they absolutely love me. And, nice. uh, you know, you have the younger heads and so forth. So I'm blessed, man. Amen. Last question. Sam Archer. Sam Archer. What if I my dude. Talked to him. My, I talked to him um, last week. Uh, he's still doing music? Yeah, he's still there. He lives in Delaware. Oh, okay. Sam Archer is great Caribbean music type. Yeah, Sam. Uh, singer, musician. I, I called him the other day because I wanted to know if he was going to be in New York so he could come and uh, do some track work for me. But um, we, we still communicate every now and again. He has family, he's moved on, and, but he's nice. still doing music, a lot of music. In fact, he nice. graduated uh, with a degree in music business from. Really? What, what's that school? Sale, sale? Full sales? Full sales, yeah. Nice, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. So he's, he's doing it. That's he, for real, that's for real. Sam March, I remember his I remember his music. Come come to the coffee house and just tearing it up. Yeah. Everybody was Caribbean that day. Yeah. Straight up. There was no there was yeah. no holding back on he that. He came day. to my church one Labor Day weekend. You know, Labor Day is a big, big, yeah, weekend. big festival. And he just tore the place down, man. Nice. Nice. Well that's good, man. We appreciate that. Um you have the slide up with his phone number. I think it's the second slide that has the phone number for the rock church so if you guys want to get in touch with the rock brooklyn make sure is <laughs> there you see the number right down there make sure you call that number uh get in touch with them you could also follow louis on twitter at lewis straker jr uh make sure you get in touch with him follow him give him props harass him for music uh <laughs> harass him to find that vhs tape with that music video yeah. maybe I'm we get it redone it. yeah i'm gonna find it I'm going to put it out. Yeah. It out. I see it now. By Faith Remastered. Uh. <laughs> Rob is like, I'm a Rob is dude. dying I'm right dude. now. He's, He's dying. dying. He's dying. I'm never going to this show. He's dying. Nah, man, but we're really excited. We're really excited. We, we thank you again for, for being here. We appreciate you taking out the time. I mean, usually at this point, I ask our guests to spit like 16 bars or something. No, 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 no. You ain't getting a bar. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Usually. <laughs> Usually, I mean, we could turn the piano on, drag it over, maybe, you know, <laughs> play a little something. But, uh, no, we won't, we won't do that to you, man. We, we appreciate you coming out here. Seriously, oh, thank uh, you. Thank, thank you, you for the for the reconnect, at least, you know, face. I know we speak a lot on Facebook and stuff, but I think it's important for people to see you and, and appreciate what you did in the past as well. And, again, I'm excited for all, all the artists that have moved on to become lead pastors somewhere. That's exciting for us to be a part of seeing that you know from from urban d brother e trey nine frost t you remember frost t he's a pastor too like a big church out there i mean wow. I, everyone is moving on to to you know to other ministry roles yeah which is good you know yeah which is it's good. like it's like uh it's like the, the rappers in the hip-hop game and the secular they move from uh, rapping to movies. To right, 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 right. They go to another level. Right, and, right. And God is taking, 
you know, people are just moving into other levels and higher offices, and it, right. man, it's a blessing. I didn't well, know all these people were pastoring. Yeah, yeah, and and those are just the ones I remember off the top of my head. Wow. Uh, you know, I can go through the list of like nine thousand of these guys and wow. see where you know where they've been, where they're at, man. But uh, we appreciate that, man, and we we pray that God will continue to bless you, bless the Rock Church in Brooklyn. Don't forget, go check them out out there if you're in the, in the area. Uh, shout out to Kingdom Time Entertainment. They just relaunched their website or launched a new website called Kingdom Time Media. KingdomTimeMedia.com is the site where you could go. They have all their new stuff up there. It's a new venture they're doing. You know, uh, Marcus Hall has a bunch of stuff going on. I was trying to get him here for the... He's like, bro, the site releases the same day. I don't know if I could do it. So it's perfect timing. But he's busy, and I totally understand, man. Uh... Just make sure you check out the site when you get a chance. That's KingdomTimeMedia.com. And what else? We have any more announcements? I think we're done. This Saturday is the Coffee House at Salem. Seb Young will be there. And I forgot the name of the band. Sorry. It's SalemCoffeeHouse.com. This Friday coming up, He Sun Lee will be ministering over at Harvest Fields Church here in the Bronx. And Saturday she'll be at the Lounge in Staten Island with, with a the exchange lounge out there so you can check that out as well and oh next week we have B Love and Angie Rose here live at Rap Fest B Love and Angie Rose are both on this uh, He Sun Lee Stereotypes release tour as well so we're excited to have them good stuff going on we have other artists coming throughout the next couple of months and weeks so keep in touch with us here at Rap Fest Radio RapFestRadio.com we're gonna leave you with this new video by Richard Dolphin that also just released on the KingdomTimeMedia.com website. It's called Take My Life here on Ratfest Radio. We see you guys next week. Peace. Blue Straker in the building. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, man. Love you, man. God bless. See you guys next week. Salvation, I'm no longer procrastinating and waiting for my day to come. You put your word in my mouth, so in the name of your son, my new day is coming. I'ma run like Hussein Bolt because the stench of my sins have straight gotten me to the point. I'm here, Lord, and I'm here for this flesh to be mortified and crucified so that this new man will arise. Let your temple be glorified, let your fresh fire fall on me because I ain't giving you half or three fourths, but I'm giving you all of me. Cause it's not about me, but all about you This is long overdue Now I'm ready, ready for change The old man is in the grave So you
soul is my soul thirst for you Forget the money and fame All I want is you I want you to be center stage Cause you're the main feature I don't wanna perform I just wanna show Jesus Not just on the mic But through the life that I lead So every song is a song Every song is a seed Planted in the minds of your people So that they believe in the blind They can see So let them with ears hear Let your spirit be manifested Because you do reverence And I pray my legacy would lead folks to repentance and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to surrender all so Lord you could you could Since on the cross you paid the ultimate price I offer my life a living sacrifice So you 